0: Hello, and on this episode of the Terror Express, we have a guest that you would probably recognize from TV shows such as Freddy's Nightmares, 21 Jump Street, and films like The Zoo Gang, Reform School Girls, and fan favorite Violet from Friday the 13th, The New Beginning, Tiffany Helm. Hello, Tiffany. How are you? How is this evening treating you?
1: I'm good. I'm kind of tired from the day, but I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to chat.
0: No, I know you're, you're very multifaceted growing up the, the child of act. And I'm, I'm trying not to say, um, so if you hear me say, um, I'll, I'll put a dollar in the, in the, um, in the um jar. It's a huge bad habit of mine, but I know you grew up as the child of actors from film, television, and stage. Do you think growing up in that kind of atmosphere made you more prone to wanting to become an actor?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you grow up in it. It's, it's very normalized, you know, um, being on the set with my mom was really normal. I mean, obviously I'm in, I was in school most of the time, but occasionally I'd be on set with her and, um, you know, having like famous people over at the house or just knowing them was just, that was, it was very normalized. And also growing up in LA, it's that mm-hmm. sort of, thing is very normalized because so many people are in the industry and i mean i think now it's become so competitive and um it's it's changed a lot but really like unless you're born into the industry it's really hard to get into it so it's um yeah. you know you see most most of the a list actors are not the first of their their kin right Right. there's some like grandfather uncle or somebody who's who has who's pretty prominent in the industry so yeah absolutely and it i mean it was it's you know double-edged sword because yes i absolutely love acting and obviously fell into it uh because of my mom and my dad too but he wasn't around as much um but one of the things one of the traps i didn't want to get into was being older like i am now and be like oh hope i get that call back for whatever and it's funny because here i am doing that exact same thing and it's it's actually i enjoy it it's it's okay it's like here i am and it's it is i hate that saying it is what it is but it is what it is and um yeah so
0: and, and I don't know. I, I know. I, I definitely want to talk to you a little later about some of your more current projects. You know, you were talking about crossing your fingers and hoping to get the call. Um, there's one for the umjar <laughs> when, when, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that for a little bit later. I don't want to My mom up.
1: says um all the time.
0: So um, see, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I love to hear that because now I know I'm in good company. <laughs> You you mentioned that you had some celebrities over to your house. Did, did you ever have that one specific celebrity that sticks out? Is oh my god, so and so is here. I'm really starstruck right now.
1: Um, you know, most of most of my starstruckness would be more for musicians, mm-hmm. um, which again I was in the acting field, so um, you know it would so. It was just different, but like meeting musicians, I'd be like, "Oh my god!" But I do. There was, there was a, there was a very ex- a couple exciting moments when I was little. Uh, my mom did Land of the Lost. I don't know.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yes.
1: So Wesley Ewer was on Land of the Lost, and my BFF at the time, and I loved wesley you we were just like he's so dreamy, and we <laughs> went to the set and we're just you know with my mom and there he was and just like a wonderful gracious human being um huh. and it was really like gaga for me um and again very normalized there so i you know my mom worked on it for a little bit hmm. so i got to meet him talk with him a few times i mean i was God, how old was i, I don't know 10, nine, something like that. So Wesley year was a big one for me. And my mom did a partridge family. So again, at the the time, the heartthrob David Cassidy, uh, who I didn't actually get to meet, my mom worked with him, but I didn't actually meet him. But I saw him driving away in his Corvette. And I saw him at the makeup um, table you know, getting done and stuff. So, I mean, I was there on set with when he was there and that was pretty exciting for me, but he (laughs) wasn't, again, these weren't people that were super like in my mom's circle.
0: A lot of your fans may not realize that you actually took dance and you studied under Roland Dupree.
1: Yes, I did um, study dance at the Roland Dupree Academy he wasn't really there much i didn't really study directly under him but the main reason that you are seeing that i studied with roland duprey was because when i started acting it's like you have to like take these things that you've done for your resume and <laughs> floof them up a little bit right so uh-huh. like anything that's of interest so yes i was at roland duprey yes i was in the mime troupe um, so these are things that might be interesting to a casting director who, you know, if you haven't worked, really done anything yet, these are going to be things where they're like, yes, exactly what you are doing right now. Tell me more about your dance experience with Roland Dupre. So, yes, I did. But no, it wasn't really what it seems like. I wasn't like some dance protege of his, you know, and tap, tap, tap.
0: <laughs> you know.
1: That's was disastrous. there
0: a, was there a specific style that that you were looking to, to learn? No, to I like? mean I
1: did I did ballet, I did tap, right. I did modern dance, um, but nothing nothing like upper levels of it. Um, I was never I have never been a structured dancer. Like I like to dance. I can dance well, but there's <laughs> I, I'm not structured.
0: I would love to dance, but I don't dance well. I have no rhythm or rhyme. You mentioned the, you be, you mentioned the Beverly Hills Mind True. What what was your your um fascination with that? When did you get involved with that? What was the reason for it?
1: Well, we had this awesome drama teacher, Andy Grenier, who came into our theater arts department and I went to our theater arts department again was off the chart. Again, you want to talk about like being starstruck. Um, you know, I was uh in school with Jeanette Goldstein, Gina Gershon, Mm. uh, Nick Cage, who was Nick Coppola at the time, um, Liz Daly, you know, um, John Turtletaub, uh, you know, the list goes on with the people, uh, Patrick Cassidy. Um, So it was really a who's who at the school and really great musical comedy department. But then we got this great theater arts guy and he was very, at the time, like very new age, like put on the Fleetwood Mac album, you know, and we would do these cool mirror exercises and stuff. And he brought mime into theater arts. And it was, it, it was just, it was awesome. It was another way of, you know, it's another tool. Um, and we got to do, like, we'd go to, uh, God, no, I'm going to, um. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> like like little festivals and such little local things and we got to wear the makeup and it's not exactly being a clown right mime's a bit different than a clown so um, but it was fun and just another way of using our body our tools and, and that can be like one of the um, plays that we did that I was cast in there I got to you know bring in some of that stuff that I learned in mime onto the stage for theater not you know doing but i mean actually like i had this whole thing where i had to kind of mime like feeding this little animal and you know quietly over on the side of a darkened stage mm. so it just lends itself like if you're an actor it's just another thing to put in your toolkit yeah so, it's fun
0: I, I did you actually do this? No, I know you said you were on stage doing this. I can see I, I in my mind, I'm picturing you with the mind makeup with Nick Cage and Elizabeth <laughs> Daly and, and Cassidy. Are you, were you all ever on the same stage with the same stuff performing together?
1: No, no, no. I don't. They were actually, everybody was in different grades. So, like, Patrick and Nick were younger than me, Liz, uh, Jeanette, Gina were like a year above me. two years above me two or three years it might have been three years so we were just we were always a different um now john john turtletop and i we worked together um just in our classes and stuff we didn't actually do any stage stuff he was more musical comedy guy and i liked theater arts more um so yeah and yeah, it was just kind of like a hodgepodge of people that are quite successful in the industry now.
0: What was your driving force to return to acting and come true?
1: Um, well, again, we live in this this like resort town. It's a, like a tourist town. And most people here work like three and four jobs. It's one of the most expensive places to live in Canada. I don't know how we're here. <laughs> um, but here we are. And our kids have been raised here. So we're staying here until the kids are through with school that aside. So, um, yeah, in order, just in order to like, Oh, maybe I could make some money doing that. I'm like, well, I'm a dual citizen. Maybe I should get an agent and they do, you know, film crews come here semi regularly to shoot. There's been a lot of stuff shot here. So maybe I'll just get an agent and see how it goes. And I did, and it's gone really well. I mean, it's, um, again, they don't shoot, there's not a whole lot of stuff out here, but I'm doing pretty well numbers-wise um, as far as the jobs I'm getting. Nice. Nothing that I could make a living off of, um, but it it does feed that that beast that really <laughs> craves to be on a set. <laughs> um so, yeah, it was it was just that and the come true role. Uh, and that was so much fun. The audition was really, really fun. And strangely, when we all met as a cast, the director, like he even took me aside from the cast. He's like, your callback was amazing. And I was like, oh,
0: yeah, cool. you know, you're out of there on cloud nine. Yeah.
1: And then on the set, he's like. I was do I did the same character that, that I did in the callback. He's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> we're doing something different. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so he completely like changed the character on me. And I was like, okay.
0: When you look at a script, what what do you look for in a character? And um, what gets you excited as a performer to say, I want to, I want to bring that character to life? <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> we don't. We don't really get to pick and choose here in Alberta. <laughs> um, you know, there was when I did under the banner, uh, cause there's no lines. I didn't have any lines in under the banner. I didn't have any lines in, in the tall grass. Uh, those are actually really fun auditions for me to do. And again, the mime experience comes yeah. into play, but for under the banner, um, I was talking to one of the other actresses who she works pretty steadily here. And um, she was one of the wives uh as well. And she was like, Yeah, there were there were quite a few actresses who didn't want to do this because there were no lines. And I'm like, it's freaking under the banner of heaven. Like, all you gotta see, like the people behind it, uh Ron Howard, Jason Bateman, like and and the cast. I mean, it that's an incredible show. If you haven't seen that one, Where
0: is is that one available?
1: That's uh Disney FX
0: how do you prepare for an audition? Do you get like a certain state of mind?
1: Well, now since COVID they're all, it's all online video, which is so nice. because
0: Uh, That's less stressful. Just thinking about it.
1: Oh my God. Like I had an audition for Fargo a few years ago that I, I blew it so badly because I got so nervous. It was like one of my first auditions coming back into the business and I like showed up and there's, it's, it's kind of like that. What you see in, in shows where they're auditioning people, where there's just like tons of actors, like reading their lines in the hallway. And they're like, they're here, they're in rooms. And I'm just like, Whoa! you know, and they let me into the room and it's like, there's a video monitor. The casting director's on a video monitor and there's like three assistants. And it's like, and the room is dark. I'm just like, it, it was, it was a bit much. So now um, it's, terrifying. it's <laughs> It can be pretty freaking daunting. And again, it's changed because you know, when I used to audition, you there's I mean it, it was still very nerve-wracking then too, but it was just different. There it was more personal. Yeah. Um and you could interact with the casting director and use the room and it's not like that now. But these video auditions are freaking great.
0: Do you believe in the supernatural? Oh, yeah. Did you have a true life experience with the supernatural that you can share with us?
1: Oh, I've had many.
0: What's What's uh, the most terrifying one that comes to mind first?
1: Um, I had a, a devil-worshipping boyfriend for mm. a while. It was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my I was living with my best friend at the time, and she was kind of giving me like, yeah, you probably like you need to end this, like this is, it's getting weird and it's not okay. And he, he was claiming that he was some freaking high priest in some freaking cult. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> I like dark, but <laughs> you, you're kind of getting a little too dark on me there. But so I tried breaking it off with him and um, he was like leaving me note, like there were notes written in blood with all these weird symbols and stuff. And we lived in this apartment Um, and we were in the downstairs apartment and, um, at night in our bedroom, like right over our bed, there was, there was somebody walking above me. Like I could, I could hear them like walking in circles, like big, heavy footfalls. And, um, we talked to the the owner, like the owners of the place weren't there a whole lot, um, but they were there the next day and we were asking about who was up there. And they said that there wasn't, they had been, they were actually in the process of renoing the place because they were renting it out, but they didn't, nobody had moved in yet. It was empty.
0: We have come to the part of our episode where i get to ask you some questions kind of like um james lipton inside the actor studio style but a little bit more geared toward the horror okay what's your favorite horror movie
1: midnight mass
0: what's your favorite
1: but it's a series on netflix
0: what's your favorite movie of all time
1: uh cinema paradiso uh
0: what's your favorite horror movie snack a cup of tea cup of tea oh i love tea, tea. love tea. <laughs> tea favorite is there intelligent life on other planets i hope so yeah, i do, <laughs> do. <laughs> i do too i really do who's your favorite actor of all time
1: oh geez he's not my favorite actor but right now everyone's talking about that um what's the new uh netflix show the dalmer
0: the-, the show
1: evan peters
0: evan like Peter. i just want
1: to watch it because of him he's yeah. freaking amazing Did but, you oh, watch- uh, okay yeah how okay. about killian murphy
0: yes yes Peaky
1: blinders by yeah. the order of the fucking tiki blinders yeah i'm gonna but that's not an all-time actor i just i i love him in the show so but not an all-time actor
0: if you could have lunch with anybody living or dead who would it be
1: again first one that comes to mind i'm gonna say joel peter widkin
0: i'm not familiar with him as long as
1: i wasn't lunch
0: what what is
1: he was a um photographer google like really dark stuff
0: what would you like your legacy to be
1: for like uh the thing I've heard most about people who really like that Violet character is mm-hmm. it gave them a voice for um, when they, were, they felt very different than and maybe less than. And it gave them an identi- identifying factor, like it validated mm-hmm.
0: them. Yes.
1: So I guess in a sense, that would be an actual legacy where if people actually were inspired by that character to have the confidence to go out into the world, to be themselves. Um, you know, as long as they're not harming anybody,
0: oh, just dance. Uh, <laughs> just
1: dance, just dance, just oh, dance. Well, so I guess that, that'd be a form of a legacy, but what I'd really like to see, which wouldn't be so much of a legacy is for more people to stop eating, uh, torturing, using animals. It's
0: been so exciting and eye-opening. And um, like I mentioned in the beginning, I had I was I was butterflies in the stomach excited to meet you today and, and there's still a flutter. So thank you so much for being. Uh,
1: thanks for having me on here. It was really, really nice talking to you and getting to know you a little bit. And I can't wait to hear more about your photography and stuff Likewise. and your creatures. Okay.
0: <laughs> I will send you some some photos of the macro.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Cool. Thank you and have a wonderful evening until we speak again.
1: Thank you.